This is the Darnell Autry Show. I am Darnell Autry with Daniel Blunk. And here we go. Welcome back, listeners. Um, it's your host. It's your boy, Darnell. And my man, Daniel. Hello. Uh, so in this episode today, we wanted to talk a little bit about arguing. And it feels like there's a lot of arguing. You know, there's a lot of people, uh, you know, they say, oh, shots fired. Like somebody says something and someone says something back and then someone says something else. And then the other person doesn't respond. So then the person that last responded seemed like they won. Right. So we're always fascinated with arguing because. For for two different reasons, well, for several reasons, obviously. One is because it's it's a it's a human nature thing, and so we're always, as writers, actors, always interested in human behavior and studying humans, right? But we're also interested in um, outcomes and uh, productivity out of what you learned from those arguments, right? So it's not just like, hey, what was the? It wasn't just what was the argument, but it was also who's arguing, right? So so who's arguing is also has to do with the behavior, right? And then what was argued has to do with subject matter, right? So um, you know, I, I didn't take speech and debate in high school or college. Me right? neither? Yeah, yeah, no. I, but, but I've been in my share of arguments, right? And share of disagreements, which are a less severe version of arguments. Um, and so I just, I just, I think it's a fascinating topic. Yeah, it's uh, especially because we're writers and part of our job is to, especially with dialogue, to make dialogue sound realistic without that on the nose, crummy way of trying to write dialogue. If I'm walking to the refrigerator, I don't need to say, I'm thirsty, I'm gonna go to the refrigerator. It's like, I can see you're going to the refrigerator, dude. Like, Right, right. The so, telegraphing about everything. Yeah, yeah. So a lot of very good screenwriting has to do with hiding what the character means. They're saying this, but they mean that. Yes. And that's why it's so fascinating for you and I too. And especially, unfortunately, there's just been so much tragedy. We're seeing people pushed. Yes. They're pushed, they're stressed. Yes. This is this is a time when we are we are hearing or we're reading things that we probably wouldn't have seen or heard right. any other time. Right, because it feels like people are taking a stand. Right. Yes. So when and so when you when you take a stand, um, inevitably there will be someone that's standing against you and don't necessarily agree with your stance. Right. And I I do see a lot, I don't know if you see the same thing, you know, you see your friends and you feel like they get caught up in someone else's argument. Yes. And you, you want to reach out to them like, uh, maybe, maybe leave that alone or maybe don't say that. Yeah. Kind of. But then, but then you get into it and then it's like, (laughs) man, this is like, you know, this is a, this is quicksand, you know, this is, Yeah. yeah. This is, uh, it's, it's interesting. Uh, and I, and again, we tend to look at things through the writer slash actor lens. And we had a conversation before we started this about, you know, 
things that people argue about, it's really about who it is that's arguing and what's the subject matter, right? And that's very important because it gives context to a lot of things, relationships with each other, relationships with their environment, relationships to the subject matter, right? And relationships with themselves, really. I mean, it says a lot about who you are, like what stance you took, how you argued it, and then that's sort of revealing, right? Mm -hmm. And so so I, I fortunately and unfortunately go through Facebook and listen to all these people saying various things, both good, bad, indifferent, ugly, nasty, funny, hilarious, whatever. But I, I, I tend to analyze it more so than the face value of what it is that they say. Yeah. It's also like, oh, who's the person? Like, oh, okay, makes sense. Or I don't know who this person is, but I'm guessing because that's you know how I how I look at things. I'm guessing their viewpoints and they they see this in this way based on this statement, you know. Right. And then obviously someone will chime in and go, oh, okay, this person obviously sees it that way. So it's been. Um, I, I hate to feel like anything's been positive, you know, but it's been, it's been an interesting thing to watch and soak in and listen to. Right. Because it, there's, there's, there's a lot out there. It's a lot of information out there. Yes. Yes, there is. Um, and that's one of the, one of the things about the age of, internet and the age of YouTube and the age of Google is that if you have a point of view on some matter, you'll be able to find somebody else in the world that will justify your thoughts, justify your beliefs. You hope. Because if you don't, then you're going to get like absolutely positively mauled. I mean, assuming yeah. that you have, you've, made it public to everybody it's right, not right, just right. your friends and whatever but yeah you're 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 right you you'll probably you'll find someone out there that's like yeah that's how i think too mm -hmm. yeah and i before i even get into and i i read a lot of the just like you do you even if you never comment you you read through a lot of social media and there are times when i want to become a keyboard warrior and let them have it and boy, I'm gonna teach you a lesson. Right, right. But I have to understand the, the big thing for me is I need to be honest with what my intent is. If I'm going to get into an argument with someone, let's say, what is it? Do I just wanna prove that I'm the smartest guy in the room? Because if so, I, I ought to be able to admit that because I have to understand that, okay, what's the possible outcomes? Either that other person will, in whatever way they say it, oh my goodness, Daniel, you're the smartest person in the room. Right. Or anything else that I won't like. Any other outcome, <laughs> I won't like it. Right, right. If I'm going into it is I'm gonna prove I'm the smartest guy in the room, then let's agree to disagree is a failure. So then, so then you put it into context again of our entertainment world and writing and acting is that the, you, you have to know this about what you're writing and or who you're playing, right? Because if 
and again, this is just a side note of this, that one little part is that if I want to be the smartest guy in the room, then that's my motivation or that's right. my goal, right? Yep. This is my goal. Like my goal when I enter this scene is I am the smartest person in this room or I'm writing a character. He needs to be the smartest person in the room, which tends to be a lot of writing like detectives, right? A lot of detective writing is the detective is always depicted as, oh, he is the smartest person. He doesn't seem like it at first. If that's his character, what um, what, what would you call it? If it's like Columbo, right? Columbo comes out and is like, oh, I don't really know that. I don't really know. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Oh, yeah. wait. But what about, and then all of a sudden, he is the smartest person, right? Yeah. So, so, but that's on purpose, right? That's right. to make him, he looks dumb. He doesn't know what he's doing. He's like, oh, no, but wait. And you go, oh, that's brilliant. Because he is the smartest person in the room. Right. 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 He's the most observant. He's He's got the, the, the most evidence. He's got the, you know, he figured it out. Right. So, again, I just want to, want to, you know, bring it back to sure. like, just specifically, if that's the motivation. Right. So, so in, in natural life, right. In real life, like you, you may not know that that's what you're doing mm -hmm. when you respond to someone on Facebook, but that may be the 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 underlining real intent right yeah. the underlining i'm a doctor and someone says something about medicine and i know that they don't know anything about medicine but i'm going to educate him because i know what it is but i'm not going to let him know i'm a doctor yet right yeah. i'm just going to say something and then they oh well you don't know anything you're a doctor well I'm glad you brought that up. And so the, the, you know what I mean? How you deliver, I'm the smartest person in the room. Yeah. You didn't see your intent was going to be that. Yeah. Cause I know about the subject. Absolutely. And we, right? we love seeing that in the characters that we're rooting for. Yes. Cause when they do it, right. Drop the mic. Boom. We're like, yeah, you told them. And you know, you love it on Facebook too. When you were like, Oh, what are you like? Uh, uh, Nobel Prize winner and the person they're actually talking to is a Nobel Prize winner. You're like, yes, <laughs> yes, he is. So he does know. So that person has to shut the hell up now. Damn it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, and that's the kind of thing that obviously it works wonderfully in a story. You want those moments in a story. Yes. Do you still want that in your real life though? Is that really what you just want that ha ha moment because you may not get that. Right, so, right, so right. Is right. your intent simply to be the smartest person in the room? And oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna drop this knowledge bomb on you right now. Or are you actually trying to find common ground with that person? Yeah. And I, I think that's a I think that's a legitimate question. Because I don't know that I don't know that a lot of people look at it like that, right? They're not I mean, like they see something that pisses them off. Nope, gotta say something. I mean, we all know someone that's like, no matter what happens, that person's gonna say something. If you talk about religion or politics or something that you know someone that's hanging out with you is not for or whatever, you know they're gonna say something. So I don't know that they've that you fully realize like, oh, I'm I'm about to drop this knowledge. Some people I think just I'm just gonna stir it up. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And it, it does tie into, a, you know, when we ask ourselves, I'm going to ask myself, what is my intent? Why am I even going to bother engaging with this person? If I just had this overwhelming desire to make him look stupid because he did something, there's some, something erroneous. Right. 
ha I'm going to be the one to call you out. Uh, or is my intent, I want to find common ground because I, I think you're very passionate about something. I think you're very, you're, you're very much, you very much believe in this thing you're talking about. Do I want you as my enemy or do I want to try and reach out to you and say, and try and find common ground with you? And I, and that leads into, for me, you know, starting with myself, I have to think of myself, what is my intent? But for the other person, it's what is their belief system about what's fair? If they, if they linked some article on social media and says, ha ha, this proves X, Y, Z. They did that because somewhere deep down inside, they felt it was fair to bring that up. Right. You know, the, the number of ABCs is more than the number of X, Y, Z's. Right. Okay. No, I, I can, whatever link you have, there's a chart, there's a whatever. Right. And I can say, okay, I understand where it's coming from. Then what, what wasn't fair in his life that he felt that he had to notify the world, right? Hey, by the way, ABC is more than XYZ. Okay. He feels that something's unfair. I should be able, I, should try to identify that. Cause I think if I can find that, now I can start the process of communicating if that's what I want to do. Right. Oh, are you feeling like such and such and such? Well, yeah, cause people are only talking about X, Y, Z, but they're not talking about ABC. Okay. I've started the process of finding common ground. Right. And if that's my purpose, is to really get to understand why is this person like this? Is this person really just evil? Yeah, right, right, right. Or do they feel like they've been mistreated? Do they feel like something is unfair to them? Which is an interesting um, ta- uh, uh, subject because, you know, again, in writing, it's all about conversations, right? Because if if the person that you're talking to genuinely doesn't want to talk to you then there is no scene right like hey um what do you feel about um you know uh uh, same-sex marriages you're writing this right Mm -hmm. you're what do you think about same-sex marriage and the person goes um i really don't feel like anything about it and uh i don't want to talk about it well the scene is done right the scene doesn't yeah unless you know, the person that threw the question out initially is getting to somewhere that they want that person to be, right? I asked you the question because I'm trying to figure out whether or not you're someone I want to marry or you're someone that uh, I can be, uh, you, know, you can be my friend or someone that could hang out with and if, if as a writer, right? Because the, 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 the dialogue has to continue because they both have the want they all have they both have a motivation if you will they yep. both have a what's the point yeah right and so it's interesting that you know in facebook you'll you know someone will write something and then someone will argue back and they'll post a uh, an article that they think is fair and supports their point of view and then the person comes back with another article with different points of view and then it stops well then it's obviously not a full scene, right? It's not a full spectrum of a scene. It's not a middle, beginning, and end. It's, I just, I, I don't want to talk to this person anymore. I just don't even reply. You know what I mean? So 
as a writer and an actor, the dialogue continues for a purpose. Yep. Right. Yeah, because or else, like you said, the the scenes are over in ten seconds. Yeah. Hey, such and such. I don't care. Like, oh, okay. Right. But then, but the, but but knowing that you, so then knowing that you that it's on, I don't care is on purpose, yep. right? Because that in itself says something about what you what the what the subject is. So as a writer, an actor, now you got to figure out what's what is the real meaning between behind I don't care. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so, and again, I hate to try to always pick you know human behavior and conversations apart because I I do a lot. Like I I read stuff and I'm like, oh, that's what they're really saying. You yeah. Oh, I get what you're really trying to do here. I see what you're because I read all the arguments because I don't get involved. I don't. I don't. I'm. I'm not motivated to chime in. Nothing. You know, I haven't been like, oh, that's that's. I got to say something about that. You know, I just, I, I don't, I haven't, I don't get in Twitter wars and stuff like that, but I do watch the conversations. I do see the back and forth and, and it is, again, it's a very telling about both people. Yeah, very much so. Uh, and even that extends to us in the audience, right? We, how we perceive these characters is based off of us, the audience members, our sense of fairness. Yes. Because... We see maybe it's like a like a a very violent action movie. I'm cheering for John Wick. Right. He's doing the same things that the bad guy is doing. Right. But how come I'm cheering for him? Because to me, it's fair what he's doing to them. Right. You know, when I watch Star Wars, the Empire's got this big old fleet of giant warships, they got a Death Star and they got all this. And the rebellion has small bunch of so Ewoks with sticks <laughs> and, got, and yeah. So when they win, when the rebellion wins, we think that's fair. Whereas if you watch Star Wars now, if if Princess Leia had a Death Star and Darth Vader had like a couple of ships, and she's just blasting them out of the the space, right? We're like, well, that's that doesn't really fulfill it like oh that just seems like (laughs) but you know that goes that goes into like the model of like movies and films and tv right like the the model is the good guy wins the bad guy loses and Mm -hmm. somebody pays for what they've done and there's there's a there's a fair ending to it as a as a you know an audience member going yeah yeah you know the bad guy should die because he's killed a lot of people and you know the good guy also killed people but he only killed people because the bad guy killed people first yeah you know so now you feel good that like hey I want to button this thing up nice and neat and everybody lives happily ever after. If it doesn't happen like that, it tends to leave people feeling like, eh, yeah. I don't know. Like, that seems awful. Like, why did the bad guy just get away? Like, oh, there's probably going to be a prequel. He's going to get his eventually. He's, he's, <laughs> there's going to be a sequel. He's going to get his. Uh, oh, I get it. I get it. Okay, yeah. good, good. Thank God. Because I don't. if he just got away, that's not going to work. Yeah. And unfortunately, I think sometimes people think that's how it is in real life. And that's not that's not how that that how that goes. Yeah. But we've been kind of as a I was watching TV shows Mm. and films and movies as much as I've watched. That's sort of the formula. Right. Because I want to feel good at the end or I want to feel like everything worked out the way it was supposed to. 
Right. Yeah, and it's funny how the that goes in a, a circle because art in for you and I, it's it's filmmaking, is taken from real life. We look at how real people talk to each other, what real people are they, they say argue, this, right. Yeah. And then we craft the art form to model after real life. But then the art form actually does influence real life in that human beings, I'm gonna say we're we're the only creatures on earth that form narratives of how things are supposed to be. Yeah. Cause I don't know if I don't know if lions and gazelles ever hang out and go, hey, you know what? It it just seems unfair that you guys are always hunting us. Like we don't do that to you guys. Right. Like, what's the deal? And the lions like, wow, we're we're kind of jerks. Uh, like, yeah, there's no, no sense yeah, of yeah, fairness yeah, yeah. in the animal world. Right. It's doggy dog. Right. It's animals this, do what so animals we're just, do. So we're just surviving. We're so, it's yeah. the mode of survival, and it's eating. It's there was no, there's no sense of self, only self preservation. Right. Yeah. Not a sense of like judgment and or like emotional. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Connection, if you will. And because human beings have that characteristic, we do have a sense of fairness. Now, the things we do, we must justify them in a sense of, I believe that this is fair. And right. I believe it's fair. I believe it's right. Yes. And now if I can do that, I can do the thing because to me, it's okay. To me, it's right. To me, it's fair. Right. And right. that's why someone else says, no, because that person's sense of fairness is different from mine. Right. That person said, that's not fair. I'm like, no, it's totally fair. You should see the world through my eyes. Right. Right. And a lot, right, of, right. A lot of it boils down to my sense of fairness is different from your sense of fairness. And I think that's a very powerful thing. And, and and I'm I would I would dare to venture that people would be surprised how different what people think is fair yeah right it's it it, it you know you you'll run across uh some people that if you put it in a context of like oh do you think that's fair there'll be a lot of people that would be like absolutely not but you've heard the question, you go, why would that not be fair? Like you're, you're listening to the answer and you go, well, do you think it's fair that if, you know, uh, I, you think it's fair that if I won the lottery, um, um, that my wife should get half, right? If I won the lottery, I put the money in the ticket. It comes to me. It's my name's on the check that the wife should get half. And people go, some people go, yeah, I think that's right. I mean, we're married, we're a team, we're a couple, blah, blah, blah. Some people are like, nah, she didn't put it on it. You know? Yeah. So, I mean, so it's, so there was, and it goes back to the very beginning of like, there's someone out there that goes, nah, that's not fair. And so I think it's an interesting, like, um, starting point or an interesting thing to figure out in people as of we're studying people mm -hmm. with writing and acting or whatever. Yeah. What do they see their sense of fair is like in the world at large, you know? Yep. You know, there are people out there that do believe eye for an eye. That's fair. You know, there are people out there that are like, well, 
it's that's not fair. That's that's exactly opposite. That doesn't make sense. That's not that's not how it works. But it's very it's a, but it's very telling about somebody, and it's also very telling about a character development. Yeah, right. If you can write a character and go, do you think this person would think this is fair? And if your intent is for them to think it's not fair, then you're in good shape. But if this person, this character that you wrote goes, oh, yeah, they might think that's fair. Then maybe the char- maybe there's something off about the character, right? right. Maybe there's a right. maybe there's a thing, a scene, a, a, a phrase that he says, or a, something that's not working because it has it, it has to fit with what's the trajectory of the character, what's Absolutely. the arc like? Sure, you know what I mean? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then yeah, that we always whenever we're writing or whatever, actually, especially when we're acting, because when we're writing, we tend to put a lot of details, a lot, a lot of details, and we have to cram a bunch of details into something very simple yes like a script the actor has to be able to extract the very simple the the underlying principles yes so something as simple as this if you're you know you're reading a script how do i play this character what does my character think is fair and unfair oh boom i I got something that can guide me i can yeah exactly throughout a throughout a script yes so that the individual choices make sense yeah, because it guy it, it fits along with the principles of, yeah. and there's many forms of people doing that. Like, oh, it's sure. like you know, not like, is it fair? They have them ask, you know, would this person do that? Would I mean? So it's just it's it's there's a variety of different forms of is it fair? Yeah, or does this character believe it would be fair? Mm-hmm. You know, yep, that help you guide everything you say, everything you do, right? And oh, John sure. Wick, it's fair for him that anybody that tries to attack him he's going to kill them he's not going to maim them and just knock them out he's just going to kill them that's fair so you're not going to have john wick have a scene with the bad guy he wrestles them maims them and then just leaves right like he's not dead he's not going to die he's just maimed a little and then he moves on that's not that's not what would be fair right for him it's death you die every time we fight i stick you you die move on to the next person that gets killed Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that kind of for that universe, that's yes, the morality. For that, yeah. For that. Yeah. For that space in that universe. Yes. That's fair. Yeah. 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 And I want to jump back to something you were mentioned a couple of times already. The use of questions, not, I mean, especially in real life, a lot of, a lot of it is the use of questions and how that gets used in an argument. And most writers, when they write a question, they know exactly there's a lot underneath that. Yes. We tend to think in very simplistic terms in that a question is, I do not have a certain kind of information. I ask a question so that I may obtain that information. That's the natural one-to-one yeah. question. That's why I'm asking the question. Yeah. Right. Hi, I'd like to make a reservation for 730. And I ask a question, how many in your party? Four. Thank you. Because right. I don't know that. Right. And I need to know I that. need to know that. Right. I think unconsciously, we know that that's what people think of questions. Right. So we are able to hide a lot under a question. Right. There's a reason why the saying or the phrase, I'm just saying, is popular. I'm just asking a question. I'm just, I just want to know. I just, I'm just asking an honest question. Right. There aren't that many honest questions. Fair enough. I mean, yeah, I think... No, I, I, I think 
It depends on the person. So I have this thing about people, right? When I meet someone new, I inundate them, obviously, in non... not intrusively and or interviewing or grilling, but I like, I ask tons of questions. I genuinely like, Hey, so where are you from? And what do you like? And how'd you get into that? And uh, what business do you do? And do you like it? And what's it like? I mean, I'm genuinely interested in knowing the answers. Now I judge someone by whether or not they ask questions back. And I, I was, I, this is sort of my layman's terms of like, is a girl interested in you? Right. You meet someone new, you meet her and you say, Hey, um, oh, so, oh, that's cool. It's nice to meet you. Um, where are you from? She's like, oh, I'm from Baba. Okay, cool. And nothing comes back. I mean, I, I'm not sure she's that interested. Yeah. Because if you're interested, you want to know if you're not interested, there'd be no reason to ask. Right. So I think there's a fair amount of I'm asking questions leading in a way that says I'm interested in you. Mm-hmm. So is that still an honest question? Right. Because the real the, I'm asking you all of these things. Right. Because I want you to know or infer that I'm interested in maybe talking to you, maybe hanging out with you, maybe at some point getting to know you. I don't know, maybe make out. I, don't, I mean, like whatever, whatever yeah. my motivation is more than just the questions, but I genuinely still want to know the answer. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. is it, so is it a dishonest question if the purpose that you're questioning it is for the bigger goal of this person seems like she could be a good match or this guy is the right guy for the job, but I don't know him yet. And he's just afraid, you know, we're, we're, we just met up. He's a guy, he's a friend of a friend. And I'm thinking, oh, he's, oh, you know, he could probably work at our company. But I'm going to ask all these questions to see if he's the right fit without it being an interview, without it being a grill, without. Yeah. And we do that to our friends. Like, is sure. this per- could this person hang out with us? That's really what you want to know. I really don't care that much about, like, what team you support in the NFL or what beer you drink or what car you drive. But I'll ask all of those things like, oh, well, you're from, you know, Atlanta. Do you like, to, you know, I'll do all those things because it's sort of a, it's the interview process yeah. of. Can he, can I hang out with him one, and then can he hang out with the group, with my team, with my with my friend, you know, my friends? So yeah. is it dishonest if that's the purpose? If there's a purpose behind it? it's not just genuine, like oh you're from Atlanta, cool. It's more like oh you're from Atlanta, huh? Hmm. That must mean you're a Falcons fan then. Hmm. You must like Matt Ryan, and you know you just infer yeah. a lot of things, fair or unfair, whatever. Sure, sure, sure. So sure. is it an honest question? If it's for the purpose of some other motive, which you can't get to that answer until you get through all of the other answers. And I, and I think, I think it's the word honest that throws people off. <laughs> right. Yeah. Because no, it, agreed. Agreed. If agreed. I say it is a question with a hidden assumption, if it's a question with an unstated motive, that, okay, okay. I, I'll agree with that. Right. If I say, that's a dishonest question. Hey, hey, hey. What, what, right, what right, you, right. What are you trying well, to well, say no, I, genuinely, about I want to know that. I do. Yeah. I genuinely care whether or not you're Republican or Democrat. <laughs> right, right. It matters to me. I'm just saying, like, I'm asking. And that's, that's what a lot of us are uncomfortable with, that we don't recognize in ourselves 
that we're asking a question not simply for the exact information we're asking Correct. for. Correct. I've made an assumption to simply, to even ask the question in the first place. Correct. And people, and if, if you're wondering about who to simply avoid getting arguments with, avoid the person that simply asks yet another question, yet another question. If you run into the, well, how about this? You're better off just leaving that argument back. Because they're, they're, they're leading you down a path that they already know or want the answer to. Yeah. And they, that's how you feel. That's what you think, right? They're going to play mental parkour with you. Gotcha. They're going to flip, 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 flip. Well, what about this? And then you're going to answer that question. Okay, flip, 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 flip. Well, how about that, though? Okay, how about this? And they'll never contribute a statement to the argument. They'll never stand firm and say, this is what I believe. They'll keep questioning you. They'll keep stating their beliefs in a form of questions so that they can't be grilled on it themselves. Oh, so you think this team is better than that team? Well, I didn't say that. Well, that's what it sounded like you're saying. So are you saying that this team is better than that team? Instead of me saying, look, this is I think this is the best team. What do you think? That's being honest, yes? Yeah. Oh, you think this team is better than the other team? Well, no, 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 I didn't say that. Oh, well, you said that this player was, didn't you say this player was better than the other player? Okay, yes, I did. And I'm just going to keep leading you around. You know what that is? That smacks of attorney 101. <laughs> right? That's, that's, that's lawyering 101. That seems like if you're really, really good at that kind of uh, parkour. Yeah. That's what essentially that's when you said that, I'm like, that's kind of what attorneys do, right? They ask questions that lead you to a place that then they can then go, I rest my case, right? Because I'm, because they can't make the statement. Right. Because that's not as powerful if, unless you say it. Yeah. Right. I let you come to the conclusion that you know you killed this person. Right. I'm going to tell you you killed them and I'm going to say, no, I didn't. Then they go, okay. Well, let's start again. Now I'm going to ask you a whole variety of questions. And part of a defense attorney is trying to make sure that you don't jump through all the hoops that lead you to the space where it's like, whoops, maybe I, okay, I did. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so it's, if it sounds very, if sounds very lawyer to me. And people do that. Yeah. They, yes, they they'll do. never make a statement themselves. They'll never put their foot down and say, this is what I believe. They'll just keep, oh, what about this then? Okay, well, what about this then? They'll eventually wear you out. Right. If they're going to just keep asking the next, well, what about this? Eventually, you're, they're going to get to a question and you don't know the answer to it. Right. They're, oh, so you can't answer that. And somehow they've won. <laughs> right, right, because right. I got gotcha. you. The million and first question you couldn't answer. Right. So right, if, right, if you right. notice, people tend to argue in that way. Yes. It's just, what about this? Well, what about this then? Okay, well, what about that? You're better off just not even engaging with it anymore because there's nothing to do. Right. All you're going to do is give more and more and more information that they'll never get to the point where they'll say, oh, you know what? Thank you. Thank you. I, I I really did not know these things, and now I know these things, and that improves my way of seeing the world. Thank you very much. They're never going to get to that point. Right. They're just trying to trap you. So then when you're writing arguments for characters, right, that 
there and i'm sure there's some formal training of like if you ask six questions you're clearly not looking for an answer you're just you're just probing or you're um you're goading right you're you're just playing the mental parkour with someone because you can or want to or want to confuse them whatever it's on purpose right there's a purpose between what about this and what about that and how about this and how about that if i can get someone to say i don't know i don't know i don't know i don't know then then i've won Mm -hmm. because clearly you don't yep right and and maybe the intent is please ask me back but what about this i don't know this now what do you think oh glad you asked Got him. Here oh, we go. Perfect. Oh, I'm glad. I'm glad. It's exactly yeah. why. And that's the other thing. People ask questions because they want the the return. Because I do genuinely believe, like, I do ask questions to people mm-hmm. because I do think that there it's you, you wanna you wanna feel like you're engaged and have a conversation because that's that's interest, right? That's yeah. we're sharing a moment, right? So if I ask you, like, oh yeah, cool, Daniel, nice to meet you. Nice. Um, where are you from? And you're like, oh, I'm from Phoenix. Then, then we've we've not had a conversation. I just know that you're from Phoenix, and that's that. So now I ask another question. Oh, so what do you do in Phoenix? Oh, I'm you know I'm an attorney. Oh, cool. So do you do you like being you know what I mean like you? So if it's the one sided trying to get to know someone, there is this human thing that I know that I do that I know that if I'll stop asking questions at some point because I know that you're not you're not interested in this conversation. You're not interested in interacting with me. You're not interested in getting to know me. You're not mm-hmm. interested in this bridge, if you will. So yeah. cool. I get it now. I'm comfortable. Right? Is this someone I can like I work with them? I just work with them. I don't have to like them. I don't have to be friends with them. But if we respond, we engage, we have a conversation, we're sharing, I'm like, okay, we're, we can, you know, either I find out information that's cool and we we're good, or I find out information that no, again. Got the information. We're cool. I don't have to like you. We just work together. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. One thing you can do about those individuals that keep asking questions, where obviously, number one, try to identify what's the hidden assumption. What, what's the hidden assumption that they're making in their question? Because they are making a statement with their question, but they're disguising it as a question so that they don't get called out. Right. So first identify what is the hidden assumption and then ask them about their hidden assumption. Oh, you think the Big Ten is a better conference overall than the Big 12? Now, if you recognize the hidden assumption I'm making, you may say something back to me such as, why do you think one particular conference necessarily is better than another particular conference? Now I'm stuck. Right. Because I... Now I got to admit that really I, I was born in Texas. Therefore I've always been, you know, I was a Southwest conference fan. And we, when we joined the big 12 and now I'm a big 12 fan, I think we're better. Now I got to admit that. Right, 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 right. Where if, but I didn't want to say that because that makes me sound like a jerk. So I asked you, why do you think the big 10 is better than the big 12? Huh? You answer that. Right. So if you just say, well, and you try and give an honest answer, I'll, I'll, I'm just going to wait. I'm going to hear something in the answer that's going to lead me to go, oh, oh, so you're saying that because Big Ten teams have more of a balanced offense and Big 12 teams have more of a pass-oriented offense, you think that's better. No, all I'm saying is a pass-happy mm-hmm. conference, Yes, sometimes you go up against 
defenses from other conferences that are that have the speed to keep up with your pass game. But now you're so pass oriented, you don't have a run game that could attack them because they're not really trying to give the real information. Yeah, to be the the, the honest, you know the the writing of an honest conversation yeah. right so the conversation you write is one character is not trying to really have a conversation and get information they're messing with your mind trying to play a game trying to do whatever but there's the other character is genuinely giving honest answers and giving information because they assume or know that this person's not doing that and they want to give you some and try to flush the other person out. So, yeah. so it's it's. Um, I'm always fascinated by listening to conversations, right, guys? I've, as I told you, as mm-hmm. we always are, and because I want to, when I write a conversation, I don't want it to sound. I want it to sound like a real, real conversation. Yeah. Based on the character and who that character is, does this character ever ask questions? No. Okay, so that says something about them, right? This person only asks questions. That also says something about them. This person asks questions, but they really are not interested in the answer. They're only interested in what they have to say about it. So I'm going to ask you a question, and then you ask me back, and then I get to get, and then I get to jump into everything I wanted to say, right? So it's it it's it's sort of the groundworks of relationship building, right? It's the groundworks of characters. It's the relationship of subject matter building subject matter. Mm-hmm. right yeah and in the real world it's it's the same right it's in the real world it's about like you know i go out and i try to have honest real conversations with some people because i genuinely want the answer because i have a respect for the person and they know more about it than i do and i genuinely ask a question and then some people ask questions for totally different reasons i'm asking you a question because i genuinely need the answer to continue to to do what i'm doing you know there's yeah, it's a party of four. Yeah, I need to answer that yeah. so we can sit down and eat. You know what I mean? So, so it's, 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 it's a very, like I said, it's a beautiful, it's a lovely subject conversation and arguments because, like you say, arguments and conflict push stories forward, mm-hmm. right? Right. Which is, and it's funny because we take the same things we're talking about, right? Ask myself, what's my intent? Why, why would I even engage in a conversation? I'm talking about in real life. Yeah. What do I really intend to do here? Right. Do I want to find common ground? Do I want to just destroy this guy on social media? What, what, am I, what, am, what is my real intent? Right. And then it's about fairness. What do I think is fair? Being very interested in what you think is fair. Because if I don't figure that out, I really don't understand you enough to even argue with you because I don't know what you're arguing, really. Right. I know the right. surface level topic but i don't really know what you're arguing where you're coming from with your argument right if i know if i strive to figure out what's fair to you that would check that against what's fair to me ah now i know why we're arguing right and then the way questions are used yes right if we go through those things it's funny that for storytelling we use those things to escalate conflict Yes. We can use those same things in real life to diffuse conflict. Yes. Don't enter an argument just to make the argument worse. Like, come on, <laughs> right, we got enough right, of that right, right now. Right, right, Can you use all those things to diffuse it? And then when I sit down to write my story, I know exactly how to now make these 
conflicts really bad because I know how people argue. Right. And I know right. how to craft an argument. Right. Oh, oh, so you're saying this? No, 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 no. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying, oh, so so you're saying that then? No, no, no. That's not what I meant. That's not what I meant. Right? I can craft a scene that way. Yes. Or I can craft it as, oh, so you think this? And you come back with, well, you're assuming that one thing is necessarily better than the other? Oh, well, I mean, well, shut up. Right. That... I know how to make a conversation go. Yes. Because I know how people argue and what's the counters to those arguments. Yes. So it can help uh, you and I in storytelling. It can help you and I in the real world when someone yes, gets all gets yeah. up in our face with something. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, those are my thoughts. That's about, that's about it for me, listeners. I don't I don't have anything smarter to say about how to win arguments. Uh, maybe that's a bad, bad thing to say. Huh? It's not really about winning arguments. No, but, but I mean, at the end of the day, like, uh, you rather win more than you lose. I mean, like, let's be honest, like, you know, I mean, like every argument you get in, you just take an L. That, that, that starts hurting your, you know, it starts hurting your pride. You're like, man, I should probably stop talking because I just do not sound intelligent at all with no one. Like, this is ridiculous. True enough, true you enough. You know, but yeah, I mean, yeah, I think, you know, it's, yeah, I, I, I love, I love the subject of, of conversations and arguments. I think. I think it's we, we could always learn and grow from them. I, I, so I so that that being said, I now no longer have anything um, unintelligent or intelligent to say. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, with that, then listeners, uh, is Daniel Blunk signing off. Yep, Darnell Autry. Take care of each other. Thank you for joining us at the Darnell Autry Show. We're out.